everyone. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. Where two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Hey, Jill. Hey, Caitlin. I'm very excited. Yes. Can you tell us all why you're very excited? We're going to BTS! Yay! Um, Do you want to give everyone a quick rundown of the events that happened for you? Getting the tickets? I was not there. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Well... So, um, I'm just trying to, like, formulate my thoughts. Yes. So, I am a somewhat meticulous planner when it comes to things I care about. Same. <laughs> uh, I like to be prepared, and that's kind of, like, how my anxiety manifests itself. <laughs> um, so, I, I guess last year, I tried to get tickets to see Blackpink. Mm-hmm. And I was not at all familiar with the whole, like, buying K-pop tickets process. So I could not get tickets to see Blackpink because they were all sold out. And I wasn't about to pay, like, whatever, the scalpers, like, three times worth whatever, what they were actually worth. So that's why we went to see Red Velvet, which was an amazing performance. Mm -hmm. That's So that's kind of some background. So I was determined that that would not happen to me again. So I, like, researched a bunch, and I saw on Twitter that they were going to have a verified fan thing. That So there were three stages. You could be an official fan club member, but I'm too cheap to be, <laughs> to be part of the official fan Fair. club. Um, because, like, TBH, I don't want all of their, like, pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't care about getting, like, a laminated card. I don't, I don't want yeah. that stuff. And it's really not that expensive. The membership is only $30, but you have to pay from shipping from Korea. Mm. So that brings it to, like, $78. No, mm, thank you. No, no, no. Like, I would have You paid... can find pictures on Google. Exactly. <laughs> I would have paid 30 but I'm like, I don't want all that stuff. So I was like, I'm going to take my chances. I'm not going to be part of the official fan club. I'm just going to do the Ticketmaster Verified Fan, which they do this for other things, not just K-pop. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, Karen, Andrew's mom, did it for Hamilton tickets. Mm. So, basically, it's, like, Ticketmaster does this thing where if they know it's going to be, like, a high-volume, like, in-demand mm-hmm. show, they set up so bots don't yes. steal all the tickets. So, I did that. And, apparently, for BTS, you weren't guaranteed to be selected in the pre-sale. It was, like, a random pool, I think. Mm. Or, it was either first-come, first-serve, or a random thing. I don't remember. So not all of the not all of the official fan club uh-huh. fans were able to get the code, and not all of the people who signed up to be a verified fan got Damn, the code. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So I was like stressed out, thinking like, "What if I don't get the code?" Mm-hmm. I got the code, guys. Yay! It all worked mm-hmm. out. So I, after I got the email, I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna like try to log into the Ticketmaster website now." This was the night before, just to see if it works. Mm-hmm. And then I get this message saying, like, you're not a verified fan. Like, log in with the right email address. And I was like, what? (laughs) So I was like, okay, well, maybe it's because it's the night before. So then the next morning, I, like, rush to work. And I'm, like, on the computer that I'm going to use to buy Mm -hmm. the tickets. And it's still not working. And so then I start panicking. So then I call Ticketmaster. And I had actually called, like, too early. So I had to wait until 9 a.m. And then, like, right on the dot at 9 a.m., I called. And then there was a very helpful gentleman. I don't remember his name. It started with a D. 
like Drew or something like that. So thank you, Ticketmaster <laughs> guy. <laughs> um, he was very helpful, and he was like, "You are a verified fan. I think what happens is just like it's it's too early. Like uh-huh. you're trying to log in too early." So I believed him. He was right. At around one o'clock, it let me log in. But I I had to work, guys. Like I'm a professional woman. <laughs> I couldn't just sit around staring at the computer all day. So around two thirty, because the tickets went on sale at three, I looked up and it was like counting down the minutes, and I tried to like get into the. So there's like the landing page, and then I think thirty minutes before. The waiting room opens. <laughs> the waiting room is the place you wait to get into the queue. Okay. From the queue, then you can buy tickets. And so I, like, kept trying to click, like, enter waiting room. And then it, it just wasn't working. So I was like, I'm just going to give it some time. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to click it. And, again, like, I had to keep working, so I got a little distracted. But, like, two, uh, 2.55, I was like, no. And uh-huh. I like, kept refreshing the page, and I whatever, I realized it wasn't going to work. So, like, right at 3 o'clock, I was like, fuck this. And then I got on my phone, and I went to the Ticketmaster app. But the thing is, if you're a verified fan, you can't have multiple windows open. Mm. So you can't be, like, on your phone, like, on your iPad Mm -hmm. and on the computer. Like, you have to choose one device. Uh So I had to, like, log out of that, log into the Ticketmaster website, and then I was able to get into the waiting room. And then this happens to, like, a lot of people, but I get there and there's, like, 2,000 plus people ahead of line, ahead of you in line. I was like, oh my god. So, again, this is all while I'm at work and my coworkers are like, who's BTS? (laughs) (laughs) What's a BTS? (laughs) Exactly. So, long story long, I make it to the front of the queue. I am, like, watching the little man, like, make his way to the front. And I was able to get us pretty good tickets like i had a budget i stuck to the budget Mm -hmm. and we are going on the may 10th show um we are in the lower level the lower bowl row 10 so yeah i'm like beyond thrilled yeah yay and this will be my second K-pop concert, just mm-hmm. too, because, you know, yeah. we're K-pop concert newbies. Yes. But have you, like, what is your experience with BTS? Have you... Ex- None. None. Okay. I think I saw them, was it on the SNL that they performed on? Yeah, SNL. Is that the one where they had, like, a, where they were in, like, suits? Yes. Okay, I've seen that one. Okay. I saw that performance, and that's, like, basically it. Okay. Other than, like, a few videos you've shown me here and there. But I know, like, literally nothing. Okay. So I think Jill and I are going to have, like, a road up to the concert thing, maybe on our Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we kind of school Jill on BTS. We yes. kind of did a similar thing, not as intense with Red Velvet. Like, yeah. I just showed you some of their, like, popular videos, mm-hmm. and we listened to some of their music, like, on the drive up. But, yeah, I anticipate there's going to be... Well, I just know for certain it's going to be a lot more intense mm-hmm. at the BTS concert. Um, because Red Velvet performed, it wasn't a small auditorium. Mm-mm. It was like, it was a decent yeah. sized venue. But this is a stadium mm-hmm. tour. So there's going to be like literally almost 100,000 people there. Yeah. So 
Lots of teenage girls. And old ladies. (laughs) I mean, people from all walks of life. Anyone can be an army, guys. That's their fan club. Whatever. Yeah, well, I'm going to be asking all the students at my school who draw BTS stuff, are you going to the concert? Because I am. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to make poor kids feel that. But then they're going to be like, yeah, miss, I am going. I am going. I'm going backstage. (laughs) I got VIP tickets. My mom paid the $500 for soundcheck. Oh, my God. Um, So who is your favorite boy? Okay. I don't have a favorite. They call it the bias. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. Okay, so like in K, I don't know if it's only in K-pop or if this is just like young person internet culture. Mm-hmm. But like your favorite is your bias, and uh-huh. then you have your bias wrecker, who is like the person who like who's makes, like right behind. Yeah, <laughs> who makes you question if the other person <laughs> is really your bias. <laughs> your bias. That's funny. Yeah. So. I have, like, a top three, mm-hmm. but it's, like, always constantly evolving. I like Jin. He is the oldest, and he's, like, kind of goofy. He's the one that basically they scooped up and was, like, you're hot, mm-hmm. be in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually an interesting story where he was, like, already going to university, and like, three talent, or, I don't know, a bunch of talent agencies were there, Mm -hmm. like, scouting young, hot people, and he was almost a part of EXO, or something, Mm. like, SM, that label contacted him, but he didn't trust the, like, rep who was there or something, Mm -hmm. like, he thought that person was shady or something, and so he didn't go with them, and he, like, became a part of BTS, so Hmm. I like him, he seems, like, just goofy and whatever, handsome i like j-hope he's like the dancer and one of the rappers and he's like really also kind of goofy but positive <laughs> he's a very good dancer and then i also like suga he's like one of the rappers and he's more i think my type of person like he's very i guess i'm not really that chill <laughs> he's really chill doesn't like to really do anything mm-hmm. except for like lay down and <laughs> work on music and like uh I guess you know like watch tv and stuff mm-hmm. I think there was like a joke that he was going to be reincarnated as a rock in his <laughs> next life because he <laughs> doesn't like to do anything um but I also like I mean I like all of them mm-hmm. I like Jimin Jimin he is like so there's four vocalists and three rappers. So he's one of, like, the vocalist dancers. He was one that, like, trained to be, like, in, um, like, modern dance, contemporary dance. So there are a couple performances where he, like, does, like, really interesting dance stuff and Mm -hmm. can, like, flip and shit like that. V is the one that's gonna be, that was in Huarang. Okay. He's best friends with Min Min Mm -hmm. and the guy from Parasite. Gotcha, okay. And Park So Joon. And then um, RM is the one that speaks English. So he'll be the one talking to us. Probably. <laughs> I mean, they're all getting a lot better at English. Good. Um, And he is my mom's favorite. Hmm. He is kind of like the brain of the operation. He's the leader, even though he's not the oldest. But he's like super, super smart. 
um, like, I think he has, like, a genius level IQ or something, and he writes, I think, most of the lyrics hmm. of the songs. Um, him and Suga, I think, are the two, like, main, because they basically write all of their own stuff. So, I think he does more of, like, the lyrics and stuff, and Suga does more of, like, the musical gotcha okay part i could be wrong that's my understanding so okay i mean yeah but i'll show you some stuff i guess i need to pick a bias huh yeah we'll watch some videos okay and you'll you can pick it was really funny because i made everyone watch them on new year's eve because they were performed at like the rock and new year's uh-huh. Eve thing and alex's sister kept mentioning jimin and i was like oh like he is clearly, like, her bias uh-huh. right away. She was like, I just like him. Like, he's a good dancer. Like, just look at him. He's, like, way better than all of them. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's kind of a thing on the internet that, like, he steals people's hearts, especially dudes. Like, there's hmm. a compilation video of just, like, all these dudes watching BTS for mm-hmm. the first time and being like, who's that guy? Like, mm-hmm. I like that guy. Ooh, who's he? Yeah. <laughs> So, hmm. anyway, um, yeah, so if you want to see, like, me and Jill learning more about BTS mm-hmm, stuff before mm-hmm. we go to the concert, follow us on Instagram. We should also, like, totally have probably maybe Andrew take over the Instagram account and do the stories. Mm-hmm. And it could be, like, a whole Broad City episode. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> is so stupid and absurd. Of us going to BTS. Yes, just like on the road uh-huh. and stopping at stores and in the hotel so room, fun. going to eat. Just like really fucking dumb. We can yeah. just like trade the phone. Yeah. And everyone can share different things. That would be so fun. Hashtag road to BTS. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so follow us on there. We'll probably like post little snippets on Twitter too. Um, but yeah, I'm like really excited. We also need to learn the fan chants. Mm-hmm. I don't think there were, I mean, I don't know if anyone did them at Red Velvet, because I mostly hear them more for the boys, mm-hmm. but again, like, I'm not a K-pop expert, people, but I just clear, you can clearly hear them for yeah. the BTS stuff, so the fan chants are where they, like, say their names, Okay. because all of them are, have, like, three-syllable names, mm-hmm. so, because they say their real names, not their stage names, uh-huh. so it's, like, uh, Kim Namjoon, they, he goes first because he's the leader, and then Kim Suk Jin, because and then it goes in age order. Mm-hmm. Kim Suk Jin, Min Yoong Gi, Jung Ho Suk, Park Jimin, Min, Kim Tae Young, Kim Tae Hyung, Jung Jung Kook, BTS. And so you like chant that mm. with the rhythm of the song. Okay. Like, if there's like no singing. Gotcha. In certain sections, it's a oh. whole thing. All right, I'm gonna have to learn some names then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or not? I mean, I have no idea what it'll be like when uh-huh. we get there. I'm assuming just, like, a lot of screaming. Yeah. Screaming at video screens. Yes. When they're off stage. Even more. Even more so than Red Velvet. That was, like, the most mind-blowing thing for me. Just, Uh like, they were just on stage. Why are you screaming at their video? (laughs) Like, you're going to see the real person soon. Uh It's really funny. It's just, like, so much excitement. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope, like, you don't judge me after. Oh, no. it's, It's cool. Because I'm sure the way you are with BTS is, like, the way I'm with, like, fucking David Byrne or something. Just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. super fucking excited. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. Um, Well, we need to get there super early so you can get into the merch line. Do you want merch? I don't know if I want merch. Because 
if you cannot tell, I am cheap. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of think we should just play it by ear. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like, again, do some, like, internet research. But I I kind of feel like, oh, I could get a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. But I think they will be way more prepared than I was. Velvet. I was going to say, I, I assume that they would have a lot more merch for this show than they did for Red Velvet. But I also feel like the line could be insanely long. And we would get there and just be like, mm, no. Well, I think they're going to have, like, multiple okay. um, little kiosks yeah. or whatever. So. Do we'll you see. need to get one of the light, light things? Oh, I don't know. Again, I'm too, I'm too cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but now would be your time to get it. Versus, like, online when it's really expensive with shipping and stuff. If you wanted one. Buy one at the concert? Mm-hmm. I might. See, I'm going to Disney soon, and I'm, like, so ready to just, like, not buy anything at Disney yeah. and Harry Potter World, because I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to get myself a wand. I don't care. I'm a fucking adult. I have a job. I don't have kids. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to buy myself a wand. But now I'm like, I don't need a wand. I should just get a light stick, right? get both you have a wand in one hand a light <laughs> stick in the other you could take your wand to bts and just and just, it around. you could you could do like fucking harry potter fucking whatever they're called spells. i can't even think of it spells and then you have your light stick chanting bts names <laughs> and then and then you could start voguing with your two different sticks <laughs> Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I've just already decided I'm not getting a wand because I can just just see it sitting on a bookshelf collecting dust. Okay, and cat he, playing with it. Yeah, just yeah. Miles walking around with it in his mouth. Or something. <laughs> um, no, I. So you're gonna they, spend all your money on food at Disney. That's what you're gonna do. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, also, we already bought, like, a ton of t-shirts, so we have, like, themed t-shirts for every day, so okay. we don't need to buy... What are these themed t-shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew and I did not do that when we went to okay. Disney. We're... Alex and I are very... Ex- well, I am very extra. You know this. Yes. So are Alex's sisters. So, <clears throat> and this is really just mostly for him and I slash me. Uh-huh. So, I have a Star Wars t-shirt for when uh-huh. we go to Star Wars. Are they, like, matchy or just... Also, I only have... Well, okay, so we have, I guess, technically two matching. We have one that is the exact same t-shirt. Mm-hmm. One, like, a guy's version and one in mm-hmm. a girl's version. That's the Coco t-shirt. So that's for one of the days at regular Disney. And then the third day at regular Disney, he's going to wear um, one of the t-shirts that his sister bought him for Christmas. Um, I think it's, like, a Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. shirt. It looks pretty cool. I'm wearing an Aristocats shirt that they got me for Christmas mm-hmm. um and then when we go to Harry Potter world we're gonna wear house shirts that gotcha. I got us for Christmas. so okay. I'm a Ravenclaw and he's a Gryffindor mm. so I found out I was a Hufflepuff when I did the test <laughs> I I self-identify as a Huffleclaw or mm-hmm. a Ravenpuff because and I took another quiz through Time magazine mm-hmm. and I came out Hufflepuff mm. I think over time you kind of evolve but yeah, I I don't think Hufflepuffs should be looked down on. I don't know much about the houses, and I haven't, like, I don't think I finished reading all of the books. Mm-hmm. I think I read, like, three of them, four. Did you see the movies? I saw the movies, but, okay. like, they're kind of a blur at this point. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. 
But I always enjoyed Harry Potter, but it's just been a long time, and I don't quite remember what the houses are. Uh-huh. Um, if you have time to listen to podcasts, if you have more uh-huh. room, the Binge Mode Harry Potter series is so good. Hmm. And they basically, like, tell the whole thing, so you don't gotcha. need to reread them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, it would But rereading would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice, but, like, who has time to read, right? Uh, I know. So. <laughs> I sometimes stay on books for, like, fucking months. Yeah. So. It's um, good, but I can't get through it. Yeah. So that's really fun. And they, like, go deep into mm-hmm. all of it. Um, but, yeah. So, oh, with the light sticks, they, um, like, light up in different colors. So, mm-hmm. like, with black, pinks, or basically all of the rest, they're just, like, fancy flashlights, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But these are controlled with Bluetooth, so they change colors throughout the show mm. to fit the performance. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's like a whole thing. Like, I don't know if you saw, I know other bands have done this, but like a few years ago, um, I saw that kind of Canadian. <laughs> you did. That's unusual. Like, um, you're from Minnesota or yeah. something. Uh, Alex's sisters went to Coldplay, and as they walked in, they gave them these like wristbands. Mm-hmm. And that lit up similar to that. So during certain parts of the show, like certain parts of the stadium would mm-hmm. like be blue, and then certain parts would be purple, and then like flash mm-hmm. different colors. So it's like a similar yeah premise. So well, that was. <laughs> if you're deciding between a wand and a light stick, I would say the light stick because it does too. stuff. I, I the wand's not going to actually cast spells for you, unfortunately. This is true. Yeah, you know what? You, you can't you can't spell me. yourself some money or anything. <laughs> <laughs> should be nice. No, I can't. That you've convinced me. Mm-hmm. Now I need to figure out if I should buy it online or if I should buy it there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> decisions, decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind getting to the venue early. Okay. If we need to do a merch thing, I won't buy anything. Mm-hmm. But. I'm cool being there early if you I want mean, to buy anything. I mean, maybe through our Road to BTS series, you're just going to become a super fan, too. I'm, I mean, I might. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know. All right. So, that was a very long BTS it mini was, corner. But it was fun. It was fun. And, like, honestly, this drama, man... <laughs> yeah, I mean, last night I was telling you, I'm not sure why it's people's favorite. Yeah. You know, I mean, no no shade. Um, we are only halfway through. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to say I don't hate it. I find it entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm not, like, super excited by it either. Yeah. This, to me, would be a drama that I feel like you have to binge. Mm-hmm. Like, that way it keeps the excitement going. Because after this, like, it didn't really end on the cliffhanger. I mm-hmm. mean, it did, but you're, so you're like, oh. But it's not like, I need to keep watching. Yeah. And, like, honestly, if we weren't doing the podcast, I would probably be like, I'm going to take a break. Because there are so many other good dramas out mm-hmm. right now that I want to watch. But anyway, that's not to say that I hate it. Yeah. Again, agreed. it's just like, I think there are other options out yes. there. But... Do you want to start this one? Sure. Okay. So, we start episode seven. Um, again, Anna's in the park, mm-hmm. passed out from eating the strawberries with her allergic reaction. Uh, Jayha is begging Anna to wake up, and he's giving her mouth to mouth. Again, this is not reading as romantic no. as the last one. It's, like, more a state of emergency. Yeah. Um, so, Chief Ju, like, breaks into the park. He's like, 
get her over here. Jaha ends up driving Anna to the JSS infirmary after he is told that the ambulance has been sent back and they cannot go to a regular hospital, which makes Jaha really upset and is, like, actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I thought it was crazy that Chief Ju was just, like, sitting in the back holding Anna up. Yeah. Instead of, like, also giving her mouth-to-mouth or, like... I was thinking, like, you would think that those vans would be equipped with. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say, like, they're these fucking powerhouse security dudes. You think they'd be ready for any situation? Yeah, like, you don't have an EpiPen on you. Or you never know when your assemblyman is gonna need an EpiPen. Exactly. You never know when you're gonna have an allergic reaction that you just never fucking knew about. Exactly. Or like. A, a little, like, oxygen, like, mm-hmm, pumper thingy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, he was just, like, hurry. And she's, like, slumped <laughs> over on him. Like, he's not doing anything. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, the girls that took the selfie in the park from the previous episode notice Anna in the background of their picture. One of the girls is convinced that Anna is the, quote, Barcelona angel. <laughs> and that the fashion designer, John Paula Felt, I think was his name, um, posted about on social media, because she is his new muse. Mm-hmm. That he left on the road. Exactly. Having a panic attack. Yeah, 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 because those other models were like, leave her! <laughs> Remember us? <laughs> um, Anna ends up waking up after dreaming about the night of her mother's death. Um, I guess, like, not really waking up. She comes to. Yeah. Uh, the doctor assures everyone, so this is the doctor from earlier, the one that we like. Mm-hmm. The doctor assures everyone that Anna will be okay, but they should be more concerned with her mental health. And I'm like, is the doctor the only normal person here? Yes. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Jaha ends up getting all upset mm-hmm. in Chief Ju's office and demands to know why they couldn't go to the hospital and who gave the order to send the ambulance back. Chief Ju explains that it would have been easier for people to for people for Anna to die than to have her existence be known to the public. He tells Jeha that if they had taken her to the hospital, everyone would have been dead except for maybe Jeha since he's a member of Cloud Nine now. He tells Jeha to act, just act natural if he really wants to protect Anna. Anna. Yeah, he like kind of is snarky with his Cloud Nine comment. Yeah. You're in it and I'm not. Well, I think he is in it because he was down there. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I think it's like, you're moving up. Like, yeah. Also, I think it's pretty obvious who gave the order. Yeah, no shit. Like, who runs JSS? Yeah. Um, Jaha sits with Master Song, who is really funny. And I like him. Yeah, I like him too. Especially a little bit later on. I think it's in the next episode. I yeah. I, like, I feel like him and the doctor are the two most likable people yeah. in the show. And probably the two most normal, even though he's really silly. Mm-hmm. And the housekeeper. She's yeah, really yeah, she gets it. Um, he gives Jeha the tea about Anna's childhood. He explains how Anna isn't legally Sejun's daughter. Her mother married an American director while she was unknowingly pregnant with Anna. But one day Anna's mom, Um Herin, mm-hmm. came back from the U.S. with Anna. Just out of nowhere, had a kid. Mm-hmm. But Sejun was already married to Eugen. And Master Song believes that Sejun kept seeing the family in secret, but that Anna's mother met an untimely death and Anna was sent abroad. He believes that Anna's mom committed suicide and that Anna is probably in danger. And Jeha's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, an untimely death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Suspicious. Yeah. Eugen meets with some sort of politician guy and they end up striking a deal after she basically blackmails him, but also gives him dirt on the JB group. They joke about how she will be the next leader of the country, and while they meet, we see a pair of, quote, hikers try to get into the restaurant where Eugen and the politician are meeting. And they're like, nobody else is in this meeting space with them. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's cleared out. Yeah. They told everyone to go the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Um, we see they're actually Park Kwon Su's dude spying on the meeting, and they tell Park Kwon Su about the meeting, and he tells his secretary that politics is a dirty game, and whoever can expose the corruption will be the hero. And I'm like, Park Wan-Soo is acting like he's above everybody. Yes. But I'm like, we just saw you give all your soccer buddies, mm-hmm. whatever, bags and, full of money. And also have a girl murdered, basically. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, like, what do you expect? You are doing the exact same thing. Just Y'all are all good. shitty. Y'all are all shitty. Exactly. That is the thing about this drama. I, and I guess this is part of why it's intriguing, I don't know whose side to be on. Yeah. Other than Anna's side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. And what's his name? Jaha. Jaha. Yeah. And Master Song. And Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those four. Those are the only four and people the, I um, care about. The housekeeper. Yeah, but the housekeeper could be working for. That's true. What's her? What the fuck? So, I mean, I do think the housekeeper does care about Anna. Mm-hmm. In that, I think she's a good person. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. crazy. So. Then we cut to Sejun being oh God. Ugh, a uh. fucking creep. I hate, I hated this. Mm-mm, I hated mm-mm, this whole interaction. Um, so, yeah, he's being a creep to a young makeup artist. Um, and, like, she's doing his makeup for the speaking engagement. Mm-hmm. And he, like, puts his hand on her thigh and winks at her. And when Alex was watching this with me, he was like, tell her, tell him no, girl. Like, just <laughs> get out of there. Tell him no. You gotta yell No. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Ugh. So, then we cut to Eugen um, going to Anna's room at the JSS infirmary. She shuts down the idea of Anna having psychiatric treatment done at a hospital. And they're like, okay. Like, the doctor was, like, being very professional mm-hmm. and upfront. Like, she's fine, but she needs help. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you stupid? Like, no, we're not taking uh-huh. her to get help. Ugh, Crazy. Um, so she sends everyone away so she can talk privately with Anna, but Jeha stays outside and listens in. Alex said it was really funny, um, when Jeha and, like, the big bodyguard dude were, like, making eyes at each other, and Jeha's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And the guy's like, whatever, yeah. Um, so... Their conversation is kind of like an emotional roller coaster. Sometimes it seems like Eugen cares about Anna because uh-huh. she like also hates Seju. Yes. But then she also is like really fucking mean to Anna. Mm-hmm. And again I'm like who are you? What are you? And because I thought her comment about like you know girls, all girls like have a special relationship with their dads mm-hmm. but all dads are the same and they end up disappointing their daughters mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Like, okay. Interesting. So, she takes, like, a real turn towards, like, being a monster when she (laughs) suggests that Anna is a burden to her father and her mom was a drunk that tried to use Anna as blackmail. Anna also shoots back and tells Eugen that her father doesn't love her, but then Eugen finally uses, like, the final dagger, cuts below the belt, and comments at how sad it was 
that Anna's mom was an alcoholic and that Anna gave her the pills that killed her mother. We. I know. Really fucking harsh. <sighs> Anna tries to fight back and says that her mother didn't die from the pills, that someone was in their house that night and they tried to kill Anna too. The women go back and forth trying to convince each other of what happened that night, but then Jeha comes in and tells Eugene that Anna's ill and shouldn't continue the conversation. There's this one creepy part where Anna's like, no, I talked to our housekeeper. Like, she uh-huh. knows. And uh, Eugene's like, if I had actually tried to kill those people, do you think I would have let her mm-hmm. live? And then she smiles. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so creepy. Yeah, she's very dark. Yeah. Um, so Eugene smiles. She's so good at fake smiling. Mm-hmm. And apologizes and tells Anna to get some rest and tells Jay had to come to cloud nine. Which I don't think he ever does. Mm-mm. As I mean, as far as... We know. Yeah. Um, after Eugene leaves, Jeha tells Anna to stop crying because he will bring her father to her. Mm. If I was Eugene, I would be immediately suspicious of Jeha. Yeah. I mean, I guess she technically kind of is, but... I would have been before that. Yeah, I'm also so curious about this fucking mother. And oh, like, Anna's mom? Yeah, and like, what specifically happened? I am too. There is a lot of intrigue in this show. There's there's a lot of um, sort of pool that it was Eugen. Mm-hmm. But then also I'm kind of like, did she do it? I don't know. I it seemed like she did on the last episode when he reads it in the paper and mm-hmm. she's like making breakfast that time. And then she tells him like, if you leave, Anna mm-hmm. will die too. But I also just don't know if it's, like, a weird twist of who I kind of feel did. like it will be a twist. And that it was just one of those things that, like, she used it to kind of control Sanji. Yeah. Like, if if she made him think that she was responsible. Uh-huh. That then he stuck with her to protect. Anna. Yeah. That's kind of what uh-huh. I think. But I don't know who would try to kill her. Yeah. It's not Eugen. Mm-hmm. Unless... Um... I'm like, who is that person in the mm-hmm. room? I don't know. I also just really don't trust that dad. Sejun? Yeah. I don't either. He's then, totally fucked up. Yeah, but then when he talks to Anna later, I do feel like he kind of cares about her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder, yeah, if maybe it was like, I don't fucking know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so confusing. Yeah. Um. Jeha arrives at Sejun's speaking event, and he sees a group of shady men. And it's funny, because they're all going through the detector, the metal uh-huh. detector, and everyone's, like, casually walking in. And these guys walk in so fast. With, like, heads down. Like, one after another. And it's like, how do those guys not look suspicious to you fucking security people? Yeah. How the fuck? They're covering their faces. They're, they're walking like, fast. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, like, dudes that all kind of look alike. They're all kind of dressed alike. With, all like, walking in one after another. Yeah. No, no, you guys are dumb. Yeah. They get through somehow. Mm-hmm. And Jayha's the only one that notices it. And he tells the rest of the security team about them. But the team leader dismisses him saying, everyone passed the security check. He walks around and sees a police van full of people before he heads backstage. And thinks like, huh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he can see the suspicious guys give each other signals. Team leader Sal ch- tries to shut him up again. But after one of the guys stands up in the front row, Jeha jumps on the stage, jumps off the stage, sorry. He jumps off the stage and he tackles him. 
and it ends up being K1, who's the goofy guard that Jaha works with. Mm-hmm. And he tells Jaha to stop ruining the plan. And then the rest of the guys start throwing eggs and Sejun as at Sejun as a Sorry. political no, it's okay, as a political protest. The JSS agents apprehend the protesters, but Sejun tells them to stop so they can speak their mind. Then he goes on this long speech with egg all over him <laughs> about how politicians have let people down, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. It's all fucking lies. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He ends up saying that he will allow himself to be fully investigated for corruption and will back out of the presidential race if anyone finds anything on him and then makes a comment about how next time he would like to give the eggs to his loving wife so she can cook. Such a phony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, clearly this was a plant. Yes. And it's, like, it's interesting that this whole show kind of technically deals with politics. Like, we're, we're basically in political season right now with uh-huh. debates and stuff. And I'm like, I trust nobody. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's a liar. Everyone's a shithead. Yeah. Everyone's a goddamn phony. Ugh. I hate it. I do, too. It's so stressful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sometimes fun to watch. But also, I'm just like, oh, fuck every politician. Yeah. It's. Like I said, it's just, like, so frustrating when you know, like, just a handful of people can control Uh the entire fate of Uh Uh-huh, and you just have to, you have to trust their word. Mm -hmm. You have to trust their word that, like, they're good people and they have good things in mind for everyone and they're going to do what they say and Mm -hmm. they don't have all this background bullshit. Yeah, like, Secrets. there's, like, this song in Hamilton where they kind of talk about it, where, like, it's called The Room Where It Happens. Have you listened to the... Mm-mm. Okay, so yeah, it's basically about Aaron Burr um, talking about how Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson, they hated each other, but they go out to dinner, and suddenly, miraculously, like, they've come to an agreement on everything, and mm-hmm. it's like, what kind of, like, shady deals mm-hmm. are they making so that mm-hmm. everything looks like it's taken care of. And basically, yeah, the Thomas Jefferson's camp just says, like, oh, well, if you give us this thing, mm-hmm. we'll give you this thing, like, quid pro quo. Yeah. It's always quid pro quo. <sighs> um, Sejun is super smug about heading back to the dressing room. Oh, he's super – not about heading back. He's super smug while heading back <laughs> to the dressing room, and he shoes his guards away, explaining that he'll be taking a long shower. Yuck. When he gets inside, we see the makeup artist is still there, and he invites her into the shower. And at this point, I'm like, why the fuck is she still there? Uh-huh. You did your job. Go home. Mm-hmm. But then we see that once he's in the shower, the makeup artist knocks on the door, and the remaining guard gives her a syringe. Jaha sees everything from around the corner. Mm-hmm. Sejun keeps calling for her, and she peeks her head in, but is pulled back out. Like, he he smiles at her, and then mm-hmm. he turns around to, like, wash his hair some more, mm-hmm. and suddenly she's not there when he looks back. Jaha opens the door, and he tells Sejun to put some clothes on because they need to take – they need to make a quick exit, and he, like, looks at him like, God damn it. Like, I fucking hate you. Like, you're such a fucking loser, and uh-huh. you suck so hard. Also, I hated that he was just getting undressed in front of the makeup artist. Like, yeah, just – no. In, like, no shade, but he's, like – Old man body. (laughs) I didn't even really notice. I was just more like, I don't know. You'd think you'd hit on her a little bit more instead of straight up just, like, coming in and getting naked and being like, I'm going to the shower. I'll see you there in a bit. 
You know, yeah. like, she never seemed interested at all, which I guess for him it doesn't matter, obviously. Right. But, like, he went from winking at her and touching her thigh to suddenly being like, we're going to shower and fuck. Yeah. You know, like. I also feel like shower sex is, like, a weird mm-hmm. term to take for, like, mm-hmm. a one-night, like, mm-hmm. Hook up with, well, he needed to do it quick when he could. That's true. And that that was the room to do it in with nobody there. <laughs> I guess no that's one to true. bother him. Fuck. Um. So he doesn't mean to make a quick exit. Jaha explains how everything was a setup, and as they run away, Jaha tells Chief Ju that the police are working for Park Kwon Su, and both sides engage in a standoff with guns drawn and the fight about arrest warrants and conspiracy. But then both sides put their guns down. When they hear that Jaha and Sejun got away. And then they also find out from one of the actual JSS guards, like, hey, look at this. They were in this together. Mm-hmm. And it's the guard and that girl and the syringe, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Whoops, they found out. Okay. <sighs> These people, man. Like, those, I think, are the interesting parts where it's, like, just these intense scenes of, like, everyone being kind of fucked. And everyone's yeah. an asshole. And the tables just keep turning. Exactly. I like all the plans. Like, yeah. All the conspiracies. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, but I also kind of feel like you are not good at what you're doing. I guess it would have worked out if Jaha hadn't been Yes. There. Yeah. But. And that's the thing. They, they haven't really realized that they have such a good security guy on their hands. Yeah. That's the true. other side, at least, Park Kwonsu's people. Yeah. Um, Sejun is riding high on adrenaline in the car, and he's, like, fucking pumped. He's, like, whatever, pounding on the windows, being like, woohoo, like, we did it. This you didn't do this. anything. I know. You almost got a fucking syringe in your ass. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. And Jaha is also, like, fuck you, like. Because he's always thinking with his pee-pee, <laughs> and he's never, like, paying attention. Like, he just had a problem with a girl slipping something into his drink. In his fucking apartment or wherever the yeah. fuck he was at. Yeah, that's, I after that, I you would think he would be on his guard. A bit. Yeah, and not trust these young girls. Like these young girls don't want to fuck you, dude. Exactly. Like I mean, look at yourself. Like they <laughs> might want you because of your money. Uh huh. But they're like, they want you because of your fucking money. That's it. Yeah. Either that, or they're working with the other side and they're trying to fuck you over. Like, come yeah. on, dude. 100%. At least wait until this fucking um, election is over. Yeah. And you don't have to worry so much about people coming after you. Like, I don't know. He's yeah. an idiot. Or, like, you would think that he would just, like, choose, like, one loyal side piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I would do. He doesn't like that. He wants them all. <sighs> He's nasty. <laughs> He's fucking gross. <laughs> he like bangs on the windows mm-hmm. he asks Jaha where they are going and Jaha tells him they will go to see Anna. Sejun's mood does a complete 180 and they start fighting about Anna. Um, basically like Sejun is like you don't have the fucking right to tell mm-hmm. me what we should do and he kind of explains his side and Jaha like yells at him and is like yeah you fucking suck but like think of your daughter, like, mm-hmm. she deserves to know, blah, blah, blah. Um, Sejun ultimately agrees that he will see Anna if Jaha promises to protect Anna to the end. Jaha agrees. Sejun explains that he never saw Anna to protect her from Yujin. 
Uh, they get to Anna's room, and Sejin puts on a show, acting like a total loser dad, <laughs> pretending that he didn't know about her strawberry allergy, uh-huh. when he totally did. Oh, yeah, because Jayhawk kind of insinuates that, like, Anna committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess she, like... Attempted suicide. Yeah. Um, because she knew, like, mm-hmm. of her strawberry reaction, and he did know about her allergy, and he was kind of horrified by the whole thing. So... Uh, he puts on a show, and Eugen watches from cloud nine. She, like, it's kind of crazy how she has everything bugged. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I don't know. She, I feel like if she was a person who, like, wanted to use all of her resources for good, mm-hmm. she would get so much stuff done. Uh-huh. Like, cure cancer. Or, and she like, would be, like, the one poverty. in power. Not yeah. just, like, the beautiful doting wife who... Yeah. Helps her husband. Yeah, like... Who works so hard. Why don't you try to, like, end poverty and hunger? Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure you could, Eugene. Like, yeah. you're very smart. Always thinking, like, four steps ahead or something. But, no. She just, like, wants that power, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, after everyone leaves, Sejun and Anna start seriously talking and crying, of course. Because I feel so bad for this actress. She cries all the time. Which, I mean, I don't blame No, her. it's just, like, every scene, like, this girl is crying, and you're like, fuck, man. Yeah, like, it makes sense for the story, but also for that actress, I'm like, that's all she's doing is crying and mm-hmm. talking about her dad and her dead mom. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. I don't know if I would have agreed to, <laughs> to do that, but, I mean, obviously it worked out for her, so. Anyway, so he apologizes to her and tells her to be patient once he becomes president. He will make sure she can have a normal life and get How married. I don't know. Because she's never supposed to be found out. Yeah, like... How does it change when he becomes... I don't know. Like, he's going to give her a fake identity, like they gave Jeha or something? But that doesn't stop her from talking, either. That's true. Because, like, the thing of it is, is they don't want her to talk or say anything. Yeah, I guess, like, if he brings her back to his side, she... Would have to like promise not to mm-hmm. see. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's um, why I'm like so untrusting of him because I'm like the things he say don't really make any sense. Maybe it's because he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, he doesn't seem to be the brains behind any mm-hmm. of this operation. Um. So, oh, also because we didn't really touch on it, but like he only did all that shit because he learned that Eugen's meeting went well. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, she's making all the moves. Yes. He's just kind of, like, the puppet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, so, um, Anna tries to tell Sejun that her mom didn't kill herself and that she remembers everything that happened on that night. Eugen is still watching and looks, like, really intrigued mm-hmm. as to how Sejun is going to respond. Um, Sejun tells her to forget everything since it's all in the past now. Because he has to, like, walk that, like, tightrope of yeah. comforting Anna and, like, kind of telling her the truth, but, like, not too much so that he won't get in trouble with Eugen. Um, Anna insists that Eugen killed her mom, and Sejun becomes stern and tells her to never say that again because her life and his career will be in jeopardy. He threatens to never see her again if she keeps talking about it. See her again when? In, like, ten years? He only went to see her because he was forced. It wasn't like... Yeah, because Jeha, like, literally drove him there against his will. 
fucking stupid. Uh-huh. Um, Anna insists that Eugene killed her mom. No, I just read that. <laughs> um, blah, blah, she looks shocked. Oh, yeah. Uh, she looks shocked and questions whether or not he ever loved her mom and then asks if she was used to blackmail him. Sejun looks also looks shocked <laughs> and curses Eugene in his head. Uh, he continues to tell her to forget about the past and Anna realizes that Eugene was right. Sejun leaves Anna's room and is fucking pissed walking out of the JSS building. Eugene cackles and then starts crying from her room in cloud nine. And I was thinking like, man... Everyone on this show laughs when, like, crazy things are happening. Uh-huh. Like, it happens again later on with her mom when she's just, like, upset but laughing the whole time. Like, the <laughs> fuck? I never just start laughing, like, <laughs> when I'm upset. Me neither. It's wild. It is wild. All right. Episode eight. Here we go. Jeha visits Anna's room in the morning and relieves Miran and the housekeeper. And he tells him to go back to the house since Anna will be coming back later that day. Anna asks him why he brought her dad, and they fight about people being worried about her and the idea of Jeha protecting her while he has done while all he has done is give her ramen, ice cream, and pretend to be like her dad. I mean, she that's like a fair point. Like yeah. she calls him out. See, this is when I like Anna, when she like is acting like you know, a strong strong grown independent up. woman. Yeah. Um she tells him to leave and Jeha says that he made a worthless promise to her dad. <laughs> And then he leaves. She's like, a promise? Oh, wow. Suddenly she's intrigued. Yeah. Eugene yells at Chief Ju and the head guy of JSS about what happened the night before. And we learn that the police are pretending to investigate the case. But she says they should turn their attention towards finding the woman and the agent who betrayed them. Meanwhile, Seijun follows up, to his, follows up on his promise to have major international finance corporations be investigated for corruption. We see offices being presented with warrants as Seijun arrives at the prosecutor's office. At home, Yujin greets the prosecutors warmly and even offers them sandwiches while they work. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She also has conveniently boxed everything she thinks they might need, probably left things out too. Mm -hmm. She meets with one of the leaders of the prosecution team and asks how the investigation is going. He apologizes for not being able to... Lenient? Lenient? I've ever used that word before. (laughs) He apologizes for not being able to lenient on her family, but she tells him to be strict and impartial with her relatives, basically saying murder them. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck them up good. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, she don't care. Mm Mm-mm. She's mad at them. Uh Uh-huh. We then cut to Sungwon's, um, so yeah, that's her Uh half-brother, Sungwon's mom and father-in-law talking about the whole ordeal. They think that Eugene has swayed the politician she met with earlier to her side. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, I don't know either. I feel like the subtitles did not do a good job explaining mm-hmm. who he is. I I was thinking he has something to do with the president because I keep talking. Mm-hmm. They talked about the president, so I don't know if he's like an advisor or like a party chair or yeah. something. I don't know. Anyway, um, so... They think that she has swayed that politician to her side, but can't fathom her taking down their companies since that is what she uses to finance a campaign. Sungwon's mom is unsure, but knows that Yujin will stop at nothing to get what she wants, and they must find another ally before Sejun becomes president. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, things are not going their way right now. Mm-mm. But everyone is, again, everyone's so shady in the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't um, trust anyone on this show, again, except for those four people. Uh-huh. Totally. Park Kwon Su and his secretary talk about the situation while he's being shaved again. Oh, <laughs> I fucking hate seeing him be shaved. Because I'm just ready for that bar uh-huh. to his throat. I really don't like you. Mink. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned that most of Park Kwon Su's sponsors have been targeted by the investigation and that very few assemblymen still support him. His secretary suggests that Seju might have a special guy on the inside, the one who tried to attack Park Kwon-su with the revolving door. <laughs> he is furious when he learns that Seju is unlikely to be indicted. Mm. Well, yeah, because he's like, I'll come in willingly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, of course he probably made a deal with someone. Like, yeah. That's obvious. And then he's got his wife handing them, like, special prepackaged boxes. Like... And sandwiches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she is, like, I think she's good at not coming off shady if mm-hmm, you, like, didn't mm-hmm. realize all the stuff she had done. Yeah, because to them, like, everything they've seen in interviews and stuff, like, she's just the sweet mm-hmm. wife who cooks well. Mm-hmm. And is very helpful and loves her husband. And, like, beautiful. And, yeah. And, yeah. <sighs> Rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Secretary Kim shows Eugene the that the photo of Anna in the background is now trending with people <laughs> wondering if she's the uh, Barcelona angel the designer is looking for. I like how you did air quotes Barcelona that no angel. one can see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Quote, air quote, <laughs> Barcelona angel. Um, Secretary Kim suggests that they need to make a decision about what to do with Anna. Mm-hmm. And Eugene's like, no fucking duh. Like, I'm trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeha gives Anna a ride back to the safe house, and she thinks about him saving her and giving her mouth to mouth. Eye roll. <laughs> I that hate scene that just keeps coming up, and it comes out all slow motion. Yeah. Ugh. It's not romantic. It's guys. not at all. Not at all. It's a necessary medical, whatever. Goddamn. Move procedure. I don't know. Um. So she asks what promise he made. And he, like, doesn't immediately answer. So then she yells at him. And he's like, I'm not deaf. Like, set the fuck down. Um, he yells back at her. And he tells her that he promised her father that he would protect Anna, even from Eugene, to the very end. Uh, Anna thanks him. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, she thanks him for bringing her dad so she could find out for herself that her father really wanted to abandon her. <laughs> so dramatic. Uh-huh. Um, Jeha tells her to stop being a crybaby, and they fight a bit more. Um, and both agree that her father is a terrible man and politician, but he didn't really abandon her. If he did, she wouldn't be alive. Um, she's also tells him, like, you don't need to protect me, like. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, like, if you don't want me to, like, you're a grown-ass woman. Just let me know. Yeah. We then cut to people around town investigating where the Barcelona Angel is. A young guy working at Subway. Mm-hmm. 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 Sees Anna in the car and follows them to her house and snaps photos of her with Jeha as she gets out of the car. He runs, Jeha runs up to the boy and he panics and he shows him the photo of Anna making the rounds on the internet as being this Barcelona Angel muse. Mm-hmm. Jeha sends the guy away. And while Jeha and Anna walk up to the house, he teaches her the freeze tag game and then gestures for freeze and go. Yeah. Um, I can't decide whether this was, like, kind of funny and cute mm-hmm. or, like, I don't know. I kinda, it kind of reads as, like, she's dumb. Yeah. 
But it's also kind of cute. Yeah, I found it funny. And then when she was like, what are you doing? And he's like, teaching a dog tricks. Because <laughs> he's like, sit. Uh-huh. And she sits. Uh-huh. Um, then he pats her on it the was, head. I found it to be kind of charming and silly. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't cringe at it. Yeah, I felt the same way. And then I was thinking, so I made you watch that dang video. Uh-huh. The BTS video. Yes. And did you remember that they, because he kept saying dang? Uh-huh. And how that was one of the things in that video. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I was dang. Like, yeah, dang. <laughs> dang. We learned about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. The internet teaches you things. It's all connected. <laughs> All right, and then we suddenly cut to Master Song, and he's making an anonymous call to news outlets saying he knows who the Barcelona Angel is. She is the daughter of late movie star Um Herin. The subway scooter kid also uploads a picture of Anna and Jeha together, insisting he knows where the Barcelona Angel is, and link, link, leaks, goodness, he leaks the address, which we see is part of Jeha's plan. I love when Master Song is making the call because they're like, and who are you? And he's like, who am I? I messed. It doesn't matter who I am. It's really fucking funny. He was getting so mad on that phone call. Uh, He's like, I'll just call somebody else. You would appreciate this call. By the time Eugen hears about the leak, the house is swarmed with people and the press. Eugen calls the head of JSS, who is the strike team on the way to Anna's house. She basically tells him to take out Anna no matter what and that he should not be afraid of Sejun but should be afraid of her. We also see one of the reporters make calls asking someone to investigate. Who the fuck owns this house? That's a good question. Yeah. That's a good reporter. Yeah. Also, I thought it was crazy that she's, she tells her secretary, like, call the other uh-huh. team guy and he just, like, puts a gun Uh-huh. Fucked up. <laughs> I know. She's, she's tough. Yeah. She's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you can, you kind of, like, want to commend her mm-hmm. for her toughness and, yeah, like, getting shit done mm-hmm. attitude, but it's also, like, just don't be evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta be killing people? Yep. She didn't give a fuck. Um, Anna's fate is now in Jeha's hands. Jeha goes to Anna's room and tells her it's time. He reassures her that she can do it and she smiles. The housekeeper goes outside and tells everyone that Anna will be coming out and they can take pictures and video, but please no flash photography, that she really doesn't like it. Meanwhile, Jeha canvasses the area and takes out the snipers while using the freeze and go gestures for Anna to tell her she's safe. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, okay, makes he, sense. He thought about all mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm. Again, Jeha is also very smart. Mm-hmm. He thinks like seven steps ahead. Absolutely. Um, as Anna makes her way outside, Jeha starts fighting with the leader of the strike team guy, and I'm like, why did he throw his gun away? Mm-hmm. Because that guy is like, I can take him. Yoink. Yeah, I don't need this gun. Maybe he also thought, like, I don't want him to use the gun against me. Like... Maybe. I don't know. But they could have just worked their way towards where the gun was. Like, it's fighting, just... you know, fighting uh-huh. going all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, I thought, just don't have him have a gun then. Mm-hmm. If you want to show, like, oh, they're finding hand-to-hand. But I guess maybe they had to throw that in there because, like, we saw him have a gun earlier. Yeah. And I, I guess, know. I think they wanted to show, like, this guy thinks he's such fucking hot shit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a gun to kick your ass. He's not going to need this weapon. This is true. I just thought it was wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugen makes her way to the front of the crowd. Also, I thought that was a bad decision. Same. I was like, you're trying to hide the fact that you know this girl and that uh-huh. she is the daughter of your husband. 
and you fucking run into the crowd when everyone knows who you are? To the very front? With, with that look on your face? Yeah. With that fucking look on your face? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's so dumb. Oh, and if God. I was Secretary Kim, I'd be like, no, like, stay, stay in the yeah. Yeah, you should send Secretary Kim to the front. Mm-hmm. And, be and like, even then, <laughs> everyone's got cameras on her. True. Who the fuck cares if you're going to see it or not, whether she says it, you know? Yeah. You don't need to be standing there in front. Like, why? Why would you want to be there in front when she says that your husband is her father and then the cameras are like, Oh, hey. Do you have a word? Comment? Fucking <laughs> yeah. stupid. Because if she had stayed away, like, even if Anna did say that, which, yeah. spoiler, she doesn't, she could be like, oh, like, she's just trying to mm-hmm. whatever, um get money out of us yeah like she's a liar (sighs) anyway also like if she has like all of that like fucking magic mirror computer shit i'm sure she could fabricate evidence of like absolutely like not existing yeah anyway um so blah 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 eugen is freaking out but Anna only reveals who her mother is and that her father is the deceased director. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's, like, on the birth certificate and stuff. Right. Eugen and Anna stare at each other, but then Secretary Kim starts using her flash on her phone, and then other photographers follow suit. Um, Anna collapses because of all of the flashing lights, and Eugen and the housekeeper quickly run to be by Anna's side. Eugen puts on a show and begs people to leave her baby alone. I guess I missed that Secretary Kim started that. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe looked down or something. Yeah. <laughs> it always happens. But, yeah, I thought it was very interesting that she chose to run towards her. I guess it's interesting, but I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because maybe she thought it's going to come out anyway that, like, they're linked uh-huh. because – The house. Because of the house. So if – I guess she could say, like, oh, well, we were family friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been taking care of her after both of her parents died. Mm-hmm. Then it's just, like, curious. Like, why are we just now finding out about this, Eugene? Yeah. But then I guess she could say, like, well, I wanted her to live a normal life. Yeah. A normal life in... In a fucking convent in <laughs> Spain. <laughs> and running away in Barcelona and looking mm-hmm. like crazy town on the street (laughs) god damn yeah um after the long fight jayha checks on anna on anna in her room he makes his way downstairs and takes full responsibility for the day's events so the housekeeper and miran don't get in trouble oh Oh, side note i guess he had one too um I like that Miran actually had one good moment of yes. doing her fucking job. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, in the crowd when the last guy who was, like, in the crowd. Mm, was like, like they're, little Yeah, they're not shooting. I guess I got to go do this now. And she, like, knocked him the fuck out. It's like, finally, this girl does her fucking job. Yeah, she looked cool. Uh-huh. Also, I loved her, like, classic Avengers undercover yes. look. Just, like, a baseball cap and, like, a bomber jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that is how, like... That's what Alex and I call her. Avengers Undercover. That's funny. Like. I quite like um, her hair, too, by the way. Her short. Yeah, yeah. I like the, like, side mm-hmm. flip of it. And it's got, like, nice volume. Yeah. She has good hair. Mm-hmm. Um, bop, bop, bop. Oh. So, Eugen asks why he did what he did. And he replies that his method, or that this method was better than having her killed in public. Which, I mean, fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, because that would be total, like, news. Yeah. Because guns are illegal in Korea, so if a woman gets shot, 
who was shooting her. Like, this was the Barcelona angel uh-huh. that suddenly became a muse. Uh-huh. Who's trying to kill her? Yeah. And she lives at y'all's house. What connection does the Barcelona angel have with you guys? Why is someone killing her? It's yeah, it's all fucked. I feel like the one, like, blind spot or something that Eden has is with Anna. Like, she can't think straight mm-hmm. when it comes to her. Because she's, like, so calm and collected about mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. else and, like, meticulous. But with Anna, she just, like, makes these really rash decisions and, I don't know, it's crazy. Uh, so Secretary Qu- Kim questions him, like, I know you're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. And, but Yujin, um, praises him and agrees that Jaha had to make a quick decision. She was like, no, you're right. Which, I mean, yeah, he was right. Uh, Yujin makes everyone leave so she can talk to Jaha by herself. She makes the observation that Jaha has protected Anna from everyone and wonders if he's lost focus of the original mission, which is getting revenge on Park Kwonsu. Uh, Eugen, and he's like, okay, whatever. Basically, oh, I think she says, like, I'm ready to pull the trigger. Yeah, it's like, time. It's go time. Eugen and Secretary Kim get in an argument as Secretary Kim insists that Jaha is lying. Eugen says that she knows, and she's like, you dummy. Like, <laughs> of course I wasn't being duped. Like, you need to be able to tell whether, like, I'm pretending or not. So dumb. Um, so... Eugen says that she knows and that she was pretending, and she's more concerned that Anna now holds power. Everything is about Everything's about power. power yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we see a brief shot of Sunwon's mom seeing the news about the Barcelona angel. She smiles and makes a call. And she's like, Anna, dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back at the house, Jaha monitors the cameras. He sees Anna leave her room and head towards the roof so he can watch her. He thinks about all of the past interactions, um, the mouth-to-mouth, how romantic, <laughs> the ramen dance, putting the ramen in the thing for mm-hmm. her, watching her dance on a camera, spinning around. Those are his beautiful memories of her. Also, like... In Barcelona, when they bump into each yep, other. Yeah, when she's begging for help for and dear fucking flight. life. And he leaves her there. And, um... Well, he had a lot on his plate up. He did, yeah. What was the other thing again? Oh, when he's watching her on the roof the first time uh-huh. with the kitten that she just lets mosey on alone by itself. Baby <laughs> Um, so he's watching her. He's thinking about all this stuff. But then Anna stumbles on the roof and he awkwardly rushes towards her and falls. And then he tries to, like, sneak away <laughs> and not look at her. And it's really awkward. Yeah, like, Maybe she won't see me. Away. I thought that was so funny. Um, Anna calls him out, but, the en- but they end up sitting together on the roof. And she thanks him for everything and talks about her past and her family. And then she starts crying again. And we see a flashback of what happened earlier on the night her mother died. After recalling everything, Anna cries that she killed her mother, and Jaha holds her until she falls asleep. But I'm still like, well, who was that person? In the room? Yes. Yeah. Also, I felt really bad for, I feel bad for both of them, because, like, obviously Anna's mom was, like, in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. But also, like, yeah, you don't want to be, like, drunk like that in front of your kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how, like, yeah, because with as you 
get older, you have, like, more clarity Mm -hmm. and more perspective. And so, like, as a little kid, like, yeah, you just want your mom to, like... Go to sleep. Go to sleep. stop crying and and being weird. Yeah, be weird. Exactly. But, like, as an adult, she probably realizes, like, how much pain her mom was in. Mm -hmm. She just wanted a hug, and it's, like... I I did not give her a hug. Yeah, so sad. It's just like shitty. A real bummer. Yeah. Um. Then we cut to Park Su meeting with the police commissioner. He provides Park Su with a file on Jaha, and then he sees he's like reading through everything. He's like Iraq, Blackstone, Blackstone and then starts laughing like a fucking Looney Tune. He's like <laughs> crazy, and he's just like, I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Ha 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 ha. Blackstone, Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> It's so ridiculous. That guy's weird. He is so weird. And everything's just funny. All these people. I would have been like, the fuck? Yeah. My stomach would have fucking dropped. I would have felt like throwing up. But who knows what he actually did? Yeah. I don't know. And what if he remembers Rania? He seems like the person who forgets everyone he murders. Yeah. That's probably how he can sleep at night. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not the one actually doing it. He just oh, yeah. as, tells someone and walks as away. As Eugene said, what is it? Like, he's not the gun mm-hmm. or whatever. Fucking, I don't know. But yeah. Crazy. Well, that was the end of the episode. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I don't have any fucking predictions. I think the mom, the stepmom, is mm-hmm. going to cause trouble. Oh, Sungwon's mom? Yeah. And, yeah, definitely. Um... Maybe in these next two episodes it'll come out that Anna is, what's his face, his daughter? I don't think it'll come out until, like, the end. The very end? Yeah. I think people are going to try to, I think they're going to, like, really drag it out. Like, they're going to try to prove that Mm -hmm. they're somehow related. But I feel like now that Anna and Jaha have, like, actually talked to, like, normal people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna, like... The romance will develop. Yes. hmm Because their chemistry is good. hmm She just needs to stop crying. hmm I don't know if that'll happen. He needs to stop being a weirdo and just, like, watching her from afar. Um, maybe... Maybe she'll have more memories about what happened that night. Maybe. Maybe she'll be able to see clearly past the blinding camera flash or flashlight. Mm-hmm. And recognize who it is. Maybe. Yeah, maybe she'll go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I definitely want to see more of Master Song and the Doctor. Yes, please, 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 please. They're so fun. And, like, I have a feeling, I mean, I said this earlier, but that, like, Miran and K1 will mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm. showing up. Because and... everyone has to pair off, I mean. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah. It's just what happens. Mm-hmm. In the end, everyone's eating together, holding hands. Smiling. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the bad guys, like, looking all, like, mm-hmm. grumpy. Mm-hmm. Because they lost. Uh-huh. Um, do you have any fashion? Mm. No, not these two. I don't either. Nothing stood out. Except for Miran's, um, <laughs> undercover Avengers. Yes. <laughs> Which really wasn't, like, an amazing fashion moment, just kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, well, I get this isn't fashion either, but it was just, like, crazy to see how thin Anna was. Mm-hmm. Because she was, like, wearing that, like, kind of turtleneck-y looking thing. Yeah. And it just looks so loose on her. 
I just yeah, she's tiny. Notice that but she looks very tall. Yeah, she looks just like like when she's wearing the the suit that she stole. It's also probably because her ankles showing that. Yeah, but she just looked like extremely freaking tall. Yeah. Um. Do you oh, have... I did like Eugene's little cape thing. I don't remember it. Um, it's what she's wearing when the like prosecution comes to her house. Oh, okay. I kind of like that. Hmm. I like a little cape. You gonna start wearing capes now? Yes. <laughs> Good. Um. I love you. Um. Hmm. I don't really have. One. Yeah, not really. I mean, I wouldn't call it. I love you. Like you said, I thought it was cute, but like the start stuff. And, yeah. 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 And then like Jaha holding Anna mm-hmm. when they're on the roof together. Yeah, that was a nice moment. But it's not really like I love you moment. In the yeah. Movie. It's no like which will hopefully again happen in the yeah. next two eps. It's no Bongsoon and Min Min. No, definitely not. Together. Definitely not. It's no, uh, what's her names? Oh, I already forgot how to tell the Luna. Manuel. Manuel. Gu Chen Sung. Gu Chen Sung. I always liked how she said his name. That's why I remember it. Gu Chen Sung. Yeah. So good. Well, we'll see. Maybe there will be I love you moments to, um, to, what's the word? I'm so tired. I don't know either. To compete with or whatever on the same level as Uh, later on. uh, We'll see. I don't know. I don't know about that. (laughs) We shall see. Uh, Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, we got all of our BTS talk Mm -hmm. out of the way at the beginning. Uh, Yeah, so follow us on Twitter, Pod, Instagram, Podcast to see some of our... You know, podcast content, mm-hmm. BTS content, um, just like fashion pics. Yeah, random shit. Other dramas. Um, I think I'm gonna be starting the poll of what drama we should do next soon. Cool. Um, I'm thinking Itaewon class, which is on Netflix. Okay. It has Park So Joon. I thought that would be like a good lead up to Hwarang because he's okay. also in that. But there's like so many other like really good looking ones. So. Cool. I'll run them by you, and then we'll do a poll. So yeah, make sure you're following us so you can vote. And email us, okdramapodcast at gmail.com. Send us your uh, BTS recommendations, like stuff we should show Jill. Yeah, because I need to know shit. And um, tell us about what dramas you're watching and which ones we should do next. I think that's it. Yeah. All right, we will see you guys, or talk to you guys next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.